To tell you the truth, I'm not sure which is more awkward. Your son or daughter asking to borrow your phone and finding out that uh, upon unlocking the screen that their parent watches porn <laughs> or or reenacting a Civil War reenactment. The following story is true, but it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. It wasn't me. I didn't loan my phone to my son while driving uh, wherever they were driving. Uh, immediately to find out that mom likes the porn. Mom likes the porn. Mom likes the porn. Mom likes the porn. She likes that porn. She likes that porn. She likes the porn. Uh, uh. It can be midget porn or girl on girl, all kinds of stuff. It's whatever you want to unfurl. <laughs> so there has been created an awkward divide, I guess. If I saw, if I, um, if I borrowed my mom's phone and opened the screen, unlocked the screen and found porn on there, I wouldn't stop throwing up. Fact. Um, <laughs> how old's my, my mom's like, oh yeah, she's gonna be like 70 this year. I mean, on paper, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, we just got to kind of come out of our, uh, you know, the kind of the crusty way of thinking that we've been trained to be repulsed by sexuality and stuff, right? But still, there's just, uh, you know, there's just that fine line, right? Uh, like, oh, uh, fuck. But, um, such is, such is the case. Um, moving on. So, there's been a lot of shit going on. Um, where to begin? Uh, I've been kind of, uh, by osmosis, just kind of just sucked into the NCAA tournament, the final four, the March madness, the fucking, I didn't do, I, I, I stopped short of the brackets. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the brackets. Um, but there has been no letdown so far. Um, starting from, geez, like the very first round, number four, Virginia upset by number 13, Furman, Mark Furman, Mark Furman University, the racist cop on the OJ, in the OJ trial. Uh, actually, I don't think that's, that school's named after Mark Furman, the racist cop. Number four, Virginia, upset by number 13, Furman. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, and this is, in Virginia, like, this is, I think they won it all in, in 2019, four years ago. I mean, it's the college that gave us, that's the college that gave us Ralph Sampson and, and, Ed, and Edgar Allan Poe. And uh, they got bounced, they got bounced. So... That sucks. And, uh, oh, 
And number 15, Princeton. These guys are on fire. They bounced number two, Arizona, first round. Like, that's big. That is huge. Because, uh, A, there's no... Ivy Leaguers don't go. They don't run. They don't. They don't go. They don't go deep in the tournament. It's just it's not in their calculations. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're too busy, like uh, you know, drinking Manhattans and um, creating networks of uh, rich people or something like that. But um, my God, that's wild. And then, oh, and that wasn't even, that wasn't even the end. And then, no end. And then, uh, and then they came back and beat uh, Missouri Saturday night. So Thursday they beat Arizona, number two. And that's a, that's a basketball school. I, I right? And, uh, and then came back two nights later and bounced Missouri out of the running. They're a number seven seed, but fuck, still, fuck. Um, but even better than all that, even better than, and I'm, and I'm off, I'm in, I'm in the wings. I'm watching UCLA. That's my dog. And that's my dog in the, uh, fight, right? Is, uh, the Bruins. They beat, the UNC Asheville, like a drum. They, um, like pretty handily, pretty aggressively, they basically just, mm, just push their push their shit in. Let's just call it like it like it is, right? And uh, and then Saturday night they beat um, number seven Northwestern, which turned out to be I and I knew I didn't want to say anything. I knew it was going to be a close game, closer than it seemed. Um, I think they ended up winning by six or something like that, five or six. But they were up as much as, well, in the teens, 13, 14, something like that. And then at, at the half, Northwestern went on, up to the half, they went on a little run to get within 10 points. And then after, in the second half, the beginning of the second half, they went on another run and pulled up even. I'm like, whoa, whoa, easy there. But but UCLA, there's just too much pedigree. There's too much um, too much history, too much, too much for that, for Northwestern, too much. But, uh, ooh, but another, uh, that, but that same night, Saturday night, um, Arkansas upsetting Number one seed, Kansas, the previous winner. Holy fuck. Eric Musselman, the former Sacramento Kings coach, coming in and shutting them down, shutting them down. Fuck yeah. The Jayhawks bounced. Jim Ryan's alma mater. Number one, gone. Here today, gone today. But, uh, but still... The biggest, the biggest of all upsets. And I'm sure you've, if you're into this, you already know, but Farley Dickinson, number 16, Farley Dickinson. Upset number one seed, Purdue, for only 
second time in tournament history and and now like 40 years of history it's only happened one other time it was UCMB over Virgin no was it Virginia yeah that's right I think 2018 is that, is that right I think so yeah they beat Virginia and I think that was a bigger upset than than this one here with the Farley Dickinson Purdue matchup because Virginia was pedigree like they came back they came well cuz they won it the next year they came back to win it next year but uh but yeah only a second time in history in 40 years it's happened and then I started I started kind of researching like what the fuck like What's the lowest seed to ever win the tournament? And that would be 85 Villanova. Number eight seed. So no team lower than eight has ever won the tournament. So we got some we got some dogs in the fight here. We got some good shit going on. We got uh so we got Farley Dickinson. We got um Who are they are they playing today? Uh, let's see. Let's on the scoreboard, everybody. Mm, yes, they. As of Sunday, they will be playing number nine, Florida Atlantic. So, and they're not twenty. They're only twenty-one and fifteen. They're a twenty-one and fifteen school, and they upset Purdue. Just, whew. Um, fairly handily too. Uh, and then what are the, but that's, uh, sorry about that. I had to stop for a second. I got a phone call from my lady. My phone's not working. Must be, must be jammed up with porn. <laughs> like that big box, like that big box of porn with Paul Rudd brought over for, uh, Steve Carell and, um, 40-year-old virgin. Boner jams, 2000. Boner jams. That's what she's watching right now. Boner jams. <laughs> or everybody loves Raymond. I don't know. Some recording like that. But moving on, though. So the tournament was, it's it's wild, man. It's wild. A lot of shit going on, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, but... But what else? So what else is going on? Did did you get that thing fixed? Did you get that thing going? Did you build it? Did you bring it back? Did you did you take it back to the manufacturer? Did you call in? Did you? How's that rash looking? How's that thing? Did is it drying up? Is it clearing up? How are you feeling today? Are you feeling like you feeling like you can take on the world, or are you feeling like you just kind of kind of want to stay in bed? You know, that comfy little bed. What's going? What's really going? I'm gonna tell you what's really going on. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, boy. Um. So, I did get into the Mount Whitney uh, lottery. I got drawn. I got drawn. I got picked. Recreation.gov. Let's go. So I uh, applied for all four Saturdays, all four Sundays of May, and the first two Fridays, I got the first Friday I picked. So, so it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a Friday. Uh, my boy's already in, because as long as he can miss school, he's in. 
Um, that's his only kind of contingency is, as long as I'm missing school, I should go. And then uh, my uh, my 21-year-old, Bruin, is uh, she's got to check her syllabus for that week to see if she will be available Friday. And then my buddy Mike is going to have just got back from picking up his daughter from Michigan. And he says he's in, he's going to be tired, but it's going to be, could be a go. I've been watching a lot of tape, a lot of video. There's two, there's two, uh, two ways of getting up the mountain. There's going to be a lot of snow on it. And, um, so it's going to be interesting. There's the mountaineering side, which is going to take pickaxes and crampons possibly. And it's very, it's a little dicey, particularly with the extra snow. And then there's the regular, uh, the hundred switchback portion, which will probably be just as challenging, if not more because of, well, probably the snow that will still be there in early May. So what have I done? What have I, (laughs) what have have I done? Um, I, maybe I'm over exaggerating this, but I didn't realize that, you know, I guess the prime times to be doing this is like September or I, my thought process was to avoid the real, uh, extreme heat of June, July, August. So go early. But the problem is we had this record kind of snowfall rainfall that's now accumulated some 600 plus inches of snow that we now have to kind of contend with. So, well, fuck it. I got picked, man. And, uh, fair enough. So, um, what else? What else? So, my youngest got into UC Santa Cruz. She's going to be a banana slug. She, she divulged that information on my birthday, which was a nice gift to me. Thank you. And, uh, and, 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 and what else? I'm telling you, man, there's, um, so speaking of teens and, uh, in, in the world of, uh, competitive, uh, collegiate athletics and stuff of that nature, there is a 16 year old kid an Australian named Cameron Myers, who just broke the 16-year-old world record for 3,000 meters. He ran 752.06. And all I got to say is, what the fuck? Like, fucking what the fuck? Like, what? What? Like, that's insane. That's about a 828, two miles? So a couple, couple of 14, couple of 414 miles back to back. Is that about right? Yeah. I mean, conservatively speaking, yeah, it's about an 828 two mile. Fuck. And this guy's already run a 355 mile. Uh, the second youngest to do so. The first being Jakob Ingebrigtsen, Jacob Ingebrigtsen, the Olympic champion in the 1500, who was 21 when he ran that. When he ran the, when he won the Olympics, he was 21. But this, I mean, fuck, what's going on? There's something, there's something in the water, man. There's something that's, that's been 
happening that is, uh, I don't know, people are running some audacious times right now. So what, 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 uh, what attributes to that? I was looking at, um, I was scrolling through the old, uh, Instagram and they did a tabulation of the top 25 greatest high school boys distance runners of all time. And, um, oh, and speaking of which, in this, on the same, on the same time, uh, over the weekend, Tyrone Gores, Gores, G-O-R-Z-E, Gortzy, Gorzy, just ran a national record in the 5,000 meters. Now, I, I'm a little confused on that because he ran 1356, which is phenomenal. That's a fucking great time. He's a senior. He's an 18, I assume he's an 18-year-old senior, 17, 18-year-old senior, right? But I thought that the high school record was like thirteen under thirteen forty. I'm I'm totally I'm I'm, I'm a tad confused. because uh, Jerry Lingren ran like thirteen forty four in high school, and then I think one of the one of the phenoms from uh, Newberry Park ran's like 1330 something. I think even um, Galen Rupp ran like 13, he broke 1340, but he might've been a junior, he might've been a 19 year old at that point. But according to this list, Jim Ryan, number one, the Kansas Jayhawk, Jerry Linger, number two, I'll, again, no argument here. Number three, Alan Webb, who has the high school record in the mile still at 353, which is fucking stupid. Uh, number four, Dathan Ritzenheim. Okay, I'll buy that. Number five, Craig Virgin. From back in the day, from back in the 70s, from, where was he from? Uh, he, in Illinois, he was from, uh, oh, Lebanon, Illinois. That's right, he ran, he ran 840. One, he ran eight forty one two mile, and uh, the only American to ever win the World Cross Country Championships, and he did it twice back to back in eighty and eighty one. Number six, Lucas Verbicus. Number seven, Colin Salmon. All right, Newberry Park, the first of the Newberry Park boys. Number eight, Nico Young, another Newberry Parker, who's at Northern Arizona right now. He's a thirteen eleven five thousand meter runner. Uh, these guys have all, uh, all but, all but say Lindgren, Ritzenheim, and Virgin all broke four minutes in the mile in high school. Galen Rupp at number nine. I'll buy, see, that's what I'm talking about. I, I know he broke 1340, you know. Uh, number 10, Drew Hunter. Number 11, our boy from Riverbank, German Fernandez. The guy that went four flat and 834 at the... California State Championships, the strongest double, probably quite possibly the the most savage double in high school history. Uh, number and bumping number twelve, Steve Prefontaine, the James Dean of distance running, the Oregon standout, one of only three collegiate runners to win the NCAA cross country championships three times. 
number 13, Jeff Nelson, who used to be the two-mile high school record holder at 836, uh, but was beaten by German Fernandez. Then number 14, Edward Cheserick, the only other Oregon undergrad to win the NCAA Cross Country Championships three times, only he did it in a row, freshman, sophomore, junior. For some reason, he fell off the pace and got second, I think, his senior year. Odd, strange, kind of... uh, uh, Odd uh, sequence of events there. And number 15, Hobbs Kessler, another sub-four-miler. Number 16, Eric Holst, who was a... This was a kid that was just a freaking freak... Uh, I think he was running like 200 mile weeks in high school, uh, as was like Jerry Lindgren. These guys were just, they're just freaks. Uh, number 17, Rudy Chapa, who I still, I believe still has the high school record for 10,000 meters at 2832 or something like that. Fucking stupid. Like who the fuck, if you ran that now as a professional, you'd be like, God damn, boy, that's fucking, you're, you're the man. Uh, number 18, Chris Solinsky, unfamiliar with, hmm. Number 18, or excuse me, number 19, Marty LaCoury, the second high schooler to break four minutes in the mile after Jim Ryan and right before Tim Danielson. And uh, who uh, went on to, I believe, is he Marty LaCoury? Did he make a, was he an Olympian as well? I can't recall, but he did, he was, he, he, he was very, he became a very, very prominent man on the scene. Very, very good, uh, Myler and 5K runner, uh, and ended up becoming the host of Running and Racing, to which I'd watch all those Western States 100 milers and go, why are why do people do that? Number 20, Grant Fisher. Nice. Uh, ran the equivalent of a sub-four mile in high school in the 1500. Uh, he is Canadian. I'll, uh, I'll give him a little room. I'm not... You know, I don't really trust the Canadians. They're too quiet up there. You know, Alanis Morissette and Ryan Reynolds, they're all secret Canadians. Um, the only one I really trust, I think, is Mac DeMarco. And, um, and um, Justin Bieber, of course. But uh, Grant Fisher, stud. The current, he is the current American record holder in the 10,000 meters at 26.33, which he ran last season, or the, I mean, he just freaking muscled out at 26.33. He runs for the U.S., but he, I think he was born in uh, Canada, so, so what do you want out of me? Number 21 and 22, Lex and Leo Young, the Young Brothers, uh, the top, let's see, Leo Young, I believe, is it Lex or Leo? When a young, is it Leo Young? I think it was Leo Young. Was the top American in the under 20 World Cross Country Championships this year in Australia. Uh, number 23, Bill McChesney, another great Oregon standout. And uh, he was like a phenom in, in high school as well. Um, he was a middle distance runner, 1,500, 5,000 meters, Oregon standout. Number 24, Tom Hunt, who ran 402 indoors, was the high school record holder in the mile indoors. 
um, has since, uh, which has since been broken, but he turned out to be um, a phenomenally talented runner, a uh, great marathoner, oddly enough, and uh, from way back in the day. And the number 25, Casey Klinger, I don't know anything about, but congratulations for making the list. So there you go, man. And I was looking also, they posted the uh, qualifying standards for the 2024 Paris Olympics. And um, wow, dude, all I got to say is um, (laughs) okay, so they're showing like the times for the qualifying window. So the 10K multis and the walks. Now, keep in mind, there's a walk event. There's a 10K walk, a 20K walk. Uh, and did you know that the world record for the 10-kilometer walk is 37.25? That's like that's like 6.04 per mile. Walking. Walking. It's an Olympic event. I'm not, I wouldn't do it, but fucking, that's insane. But So notable changes from Tokyo 2020 to Paris 2024. In the 1500, the standard went from 335 flat to 333.50. That's fucking fast. That's fast. That's a 350 mile. That is a 350. You have to run the equivalent of a 350 or 351 mile just to be allowed. Even if you make the team, you've got to run faster than the standard. In the 5,000 meters, it's the same. Thirteen. It went from 13.50 to 13.05 just to qualify for the Olympics. You could be, you could win your Olympic trials and be 13.05.01 and not go to Paris. 13.05. The American record for many years in the 80s was 13.01. And nobody came close to that. Sydney Murray was 1301.15 at the time when the world record was 13 flat.40 by, I think it was Dave Moorcroft with Great Britain. 1305 though? Mother fuck. Fucking fuck. Fuck me sideways. Fuck. But dig this 10,000. The 10,000 meters went from 2728 qualifier, which is phenomenally fast, to 27 flat. So now I understand why Woody Kincaid and, and Joe Klecker were trying to break 27. They have to. They fucking have to. 27 flat? That's redonkulous. Fuck. And, uh, and in the marathon, the qualifier went down from 211.30 to 208.10. Mother f- fuck. Like, what's his name? Connor Mance just ran 208, like, 13 or something he's just off the qualifier and that's a phenomenal that's a fucking phenomenal time 208 13 or something like that 208 15 i think something in that within a couple of seconds of that just fucking he ran that in uh, was it chicago which is a fast that's a fast course too steve jones ran two, 207 13 there and 20805 but fuck I don't know, man. Some there's gonna be people that aren't. There's gonna be countries that don't have representatives with those kind of qualifying times, like Jesus Cristo. You know, um, there's a lot, lot going on. Fucking Kara, uh, what's her name? Kara Goucher, Adam Goucher's wife, the phenomenally talented runner, 
is fucking just coming out all over Alberto Salazar. Alberto, I didn't realize Alberto Salazar was such a creep. According to, according to her, she was coached by Alberto Salazar, the former American record holder in the 5,000, 10,000, and marathon, two-time Olympian, and uh, Oregon standout, the only guy to beat Henry Rono in college, in cross country. And uh, he's been, well, he got suspended a while back for uh, PEDs when he was coaching Mo Farah of Great Britain and uh, Galen Rupp, who both kept mum on the whole thing. Mo Farah just kind of separated himself from the entire issue. But I didn't realize he, he was like, he's, he was so sexually aggressive, according to Kara Goucher. Um, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of detail, but her, her, uh, her kind of recounting the story is, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of rough. It's kind of like, damn, bro. Like what's going on? Like, what's the story? Why, why are you such a creep? Um, so yeah, it's been a, so collegially speaking, it's been a wild one, um, with all the, all the times run, the undergrad, the, uh, even the high school times, um, but the NCAA tournament, um, man, it's been, um, it's been a good, it's been good to watch though. It's been really, um. Uh, I just I just get I just get pulled into stuff like that. I get I get really um, I get really wrapped up in all that shit. It, it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. Um, what the hell is I? There's something else I was gonna. The fuck the fuck the fuck was I gonna say? The fuck was I gonna say? Um, Was it to do with... Oh, God. Now I'm drawing a blank. Well, it couldn't have been that important if I can't remember, but the fact of the matter remains that uh, things are going along swimmingly. Um, so, my youngest is go. She's uh, she's locked in her. Uh, she we we were gonna hang out this next week, uh, cause her mom and brother were going to the Grand Canyon, but now they're not, and so they're gonna go down and visit uh, Santa Cruz, check it out, check the campus out, and um, my uh, it kind of it kind of frees me up. I was looking forward to hanging out with her, but it kind of frees me up because it's only a few days before we take off for Santa Barbara. And they were even in the, UC Santa Barbara were, they got bounced in the first round, but, um, speaking of, speaking of college, and, um, but things are going, things are moving right along. Um, my, uh, my lady's son, who's, who, who, who stays with us, he's, uh, He's been offered a, uh, well, supposedly there's a, an apartment available for him. And, um, we got to kind of, we got to kind of verify that, uh, this week, uh, to see if he's eligible or not. But, uh, I think based on accidentally bumping into his mom's, uh, porn, <laughs> I think he's more motivated than ever to get out of there. 
And it's just, it's just, a, it's just the nature of the beast, though. Um, my ex was. I think she's gonna flip out when all the when all all the kids are finally gone. I don't know if my son's gonna. My son's the only. I think my son is the only one that really wants to leave and just can't because he's just um, he's got too many irons in the fire. He just he um, you know he's not. I don't know what he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna go to school or not. He may not leave the. I don't know what he, this guy, I think he's under the impression he's just going to get an apartment with his pothead buddies or something and work at Amazon or, I hope not, but, you know, he's going to take a gap month or a gap, <laughs> a gap decade and he's going to go, I don't know, he's going to, he and I are going to be, bon all I know is he and I are going to be b going bonsai down to Central California, like, basically, like, uh, we'll be headed towards the uh, Eastern Sierras come Thursday evening, May 4th, because we're going to be on the trail early May 5th. Like, I think we're just going to fucking, I'm gonna, maybe I'll rent a, an SUV of some sort where we could sleep in the back and just show up there, because my buddy Mike's kind of be coming up from the south and then so is my 21 year old Bruin she's they're both coming from uh, SoCal so he and I are just gonna we're just gonna make an all make it an all nighter or something and um, and just just do one thing at a time just you know um, but in the meantime well, I'm only a few days. My next dispatch will be... Am I going on Thursday? Yeah. Oh, shit. Next time this comes out, I'll be in Santa Barbara. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. So we're going to be down there. We're going to be... I'm going to be eating like a motherfucker. I've been eating too... I've been eating a lot. And I got to... I got to... I got to reel it in a little. Um, It ain't right. So, but we're going down there to mm, just take a little breather, a little mental breather, you know, go down, relax, check out the town, check out the restaurants, do a little hiking, do a little riding, you know, shit like that. Evidently, evidently, there's a lot of great whites right out in the, right off the coast of uh, Santa Barbara there. So I don't think I'm going to be doing much kayaking. I'm not going to be getting in the water much, but eh, we'll see. We'll see what shakes loose. I'm just kind of winging it again, like most things. Probably, probably pop up over into uh, over the hill into Ojai, or maybe go down to Carp Carp uh, Carpinteria. That's where. Uh, there's a really good uh, high school miler from there. Back in the day, back in the was it my was it same year I graduated or maybe the year after eighty nine ninety. This guy Coley Candale. He was built like a football player, but he was about a four oh four miler, four oh five miler from Carpinteria. Um, nice area. 
Goleta. Goleta is just that's where uh, UC Santa Barbara is. So we're gonna be we're gonna be canvassing the area, just freaking just enjoying, just enjoying life. Oh God, I can't wait. Fuck, it's just getting to that point where you just, you've you've got to kind of let a little bit of let a little bleed a little bit of that pressure line. My lady's been killing it. She's she ordered some athletic greens. She's she's dialed. She's feeling it. Her uh, for some reason her, her allergies went away as soon as she started taking that shit. She's she's dialed. She's uh, um she's feeling it. She's feeling it. She's yeah. She's she's uh, she found a place for uh, for Jake, um, and uh, she's busting her ass out on the roads just just snapping necks and cashing checks you know and uh, and then come uh, Thursday morning it's time to just decompress via the 101 headed south going down to the beach gonna kick it on the channel islands maybe go up to Ojai do some hippie shit who knows but uh, but that's about it just kind of rambling about the latest you know Got stuff going on, getting ready, pre mentally preparing for Mount Whitney, taking a little breather down in Santa Barbara. Jesus, I live a pretty enjoyable life. How lucky. What a lucky, what a lucky son of a bitch I am. All right. Other than that, not much else to dispatch this week. I'll talk at you later. Arrivederci, babies.